today. My name is Chef John Noble Massey. I'm a faculty at Chaplin School of Hospitality and Tourism Management. I'm also FIU alumni. I'm joined by Gabe Rutia, who is also FIU alumni. We have a weekly podcast, which is fantastic. If you haven't listened to it yet, I encourage you to do so. Two Barstools and a Knife found at FIU's podcast host site or where you can find podcasts anywhere. We had Chef Alan Susser, who is also an FIU alum, on our podcast a couple weeks ago. And he had suggested to Professor Nathan Dodge that we, who's right here with us. Hey guys. Hey Nathan. How are you doing? How are you doing? You know, you know, so. But we are going to wash our hands after we just did that. With rum. With rum. With rum. Hand sanitizer. That's what we're calling And Chef Susser suggested what to you, Nate? All right, so I told him that I've got a mango tree out back. I don't know if you can see it out through these windows. But I saw it on my way in. Beautiful mango tree. I'm going to go steal some later. The problem is the mangoes are really hairy. So when I eat them, it's like eating um, fiberglass. So I really didn't want to eat fiberglass. So I said, what do I do with these mangoes? They're, they're beautiful. They smell great. But I just can't eat it. So what you do is you cut them up, put them in a jar, and so he makes, he's called it the 40 pound mangoes. He takes 40 pounds of mangoes and soaks it with two gallons of rum. Didn't really need that much rum. Need, needs a funny word. <laughs> but I didn't yes. need that much rum. So I, I did it in a, um, what is it? Cork, cork container. Cork container, chopped up. I think I did four mangoes in there. Filled it up with some Bacardi Superior. So um, this great product, you know, it, it, we love Bacardi. Bacardi's always been no, good to us. And thank you, Gabe, for, for, for coming out here today and talking about Bacardi. But I soaked in some Bacardi and I let it sit for a week because that's what I was told. And we had Gabe coming by today to do some other stuff. So I said, Gabe, I'm, what can I do with all? I, I've got a huge liquor collection. I don't know what to do with half of it. He was pulling out bottles like, this is a bottle of cherry herring from the 70s. Don't drink this. Keep, this is, this is, this is art. We have to taste it later. This is art. Don't drink this. But what do I do with, with this? So I asked um, Gabe here. He said he's going to work on a daiquiri for me. Uh, I love daiquiris. I'm a big Hemingway daiquiri. I'm a big Hemingway fan in general, but I drink a lot of Hemingway daiquiris. So what can you do with, with this? So mango? what I love, you know, Facundo Bacardi, which yeah, that's created what I mean. that, you know, yeah. gorgeous, the first one to charcoal filter a, a rum, right? So when you actually look at Bacardi Superior, you know, you see, you're like, well, it's clear, so it's unaged. It's actually, it actually is aged. And that's where you're getting that beautiful mouthfeel that comes from Bacardi Superior. Mm -hmm. And what I love about it is that it actually kind of creates a kind of more of a drier style. And I think it, it, it really lends itself to the traditional daiquiri. And I think here in the United States, we ended up in a place where I think you, you know you walk down Ocean Drive or South Beach or Fort Lauderdale or Hollywood, and you get this you know three foot frozen daiquiri. No, uh, that, that's oh, not gosh. a daiquiri. That's sugar water and ice. <laughs> yeah. Right, and in and, and one fifty one. And uh, I think you know the beauty of a daiquiri is pooling local ingredients, much like you have. And I love kind of what uh, um, Chef Alan Susser was was talking about because. Right now, we're being attacked by mangoes, right? So, how it is the season? You know, what are we doing with these mangoes? So, I have a friend uh, in, in uh, Miami Shores doing mango jelly. Um, uh, down south, uh, I forget the name of the ice cream shop. They actually take local mangoes from guests and neighbors and they create mango ice cream that you can try later. Oh. Uh, in La Trova, they're taking 
uh, mangoes and they're creating frozen mango daiquiris. So there's so many and so many different types of mangoes that you can do different things with. Um, these are nice and small, right? So you're getting yeah, they're them on the size of right? two golf balls put together. And I love this because the cool thing about what we did here is that we have a little bit of the skin as well. And of course, with Bacardi Superior being, you know, the base, you know, kind of imparting that dryness, you're able to add kind of the sugars that are coming from the mango. So don't be afraid to kind of create infusions, much like we do in cooking. Yes. Um, what I love about this is that when you look at the actual liquid, it is getting a little bit thicker. You can tell it's kind of pulling a little bit more of those mango flavors and a little bit of a, the, the sugar out of there. A little viscosity. But essentially, what we created is a mango rum, a fresh Miami, South Florida, South Florida nice. mango rum. Yeah. And I love that, right? So you look through it, it you know, there's, there's a little bit of a kind of hay color to it. And what we're going to do is that we're not going to muddle mango. We're not going to add any mango, but we're going to take the mango that was added to the rum and we're going to create a very simple uh, daiquiri that we can enjoy in the backyard in a barbecue. Love it. And, and Gabe, so for me as the culinary guy in the group, what would you enjoy pairing that with? I because I, I know it's, it's going to taste great out by uh, Dodge's pool here in the summer right now, but what food would you pair with? Yeah, for me, you know, I'm a big South Florida guy, so I love, you know, very similar to what I saw you and kind of what you do with local ingredients, uh, seafood. I think, you know, I'm very big mm. on seafood and grilling is, mm. this will also take very well to grilling as well. So whether it be a burger, whether it be shrimp, whether it be a pork chop. Pork chop would work okay. for sure. Nice thick pork chop with a little glaze on mm. there. Okay. I think, you know, we can balance both. And that's what I love about rum. You know, you have that backbone of aging, but of course you have the charcoal filtration, which kind of makes it a little bit lighter. But of course, very refreshing, whether it be a pork chop, whether it be seafood. So I love the way it can balance between both of those worlds. But of course, you know, one of the big things is, is that we live in a place where it's very, very warm. I think. If I'm not mistaken, I was driving over here, I think it was 88 degrees in Fahrenheit. And just like, Welcome to South Florida. what are you going to drink by the pool? So we're lucky to kind of run into this gorgeous Bacardi Superior infused with mango, um, infused with local mango. So yeah, right out the backyard. So when you're ever thinking that you're actually, you know, you're taking these ingredients and you're going to run out or oh, the mangoes are going to rot and I have to give them to my neighbor. I agree, give them to your neighbor but save a little bit for your spirits, something special. And on the culinary side, keep in mind that mangoes freeze really well. So if you peel them and just get the, the flesh, put them in some Ziploc bags, put them in some Tupperware, they freeze really well. They'll lend themselves just as well to the cocktail that, that uh, Gabe is making or in any culinary application. And this is gonna be very simple. So what we wanna do is we're gonna take the part superior, which is already infused with mango. And I mean, yeah, it's, it's just insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this all is, smell is mango. you just want to give us a straw. It's almost like, you know, when you go to a supermarket and you buy a, ma a, a, a mango popsicle and you're like, wow, this can't wait. It, it, it can't really taste like this. It really does taste like yeah. this. You know what? It's unbelievable. Let's, let's just try. Oh, wait. You know, that's not a bad idea. Waste not, what not. Absolutely. That's good. And of course, you know, you know, one big thing for us, whether you're creating something uh, with mangoes, whether you're drinking Bacardi on its own, you know, make sure you drink responsibly. So when you're creating a cocktail, we like to stay between a specific measurement. So for us, between one and a half and two ounces, we call them parts. 
But right here, we're going to do a two ounce uh, pour on this gorgeous Bacardi Superior infused with local mangoes. I'm going to add just two mint leaves. So you can try some. Uh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> and of course, very important, right? And Chef, mm. I think. Cheers. Your test to this that I probably should have tried this before. Yeah. Well, I'm going on smell, right? No, 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 no. Am I going to get a good cocktail? Very important, right? We, we approved already. Yeah. You always taste your food, taste your cocktails. A good bartender, the uh, mouth a good feel. mixologist, you know, right, is going to taste everything. Just the mouthfeel there is coming from the mangoes, right? It's just, it's, it's gorgeous. It softens, softens the alcohol a good bit. What I want to do here is, I think I'm going to add a little bit more citrus, maybe three quarters of an ounce of citrus. I'm going to add lime. And reason being is, is I think I'm going to add a little bit more sugar because we're going to get a little bit of that sugar coming from the mango. Good. So we'll add less of the, of the simple syrup. But once we bring this together, I think it's going to be gorgeous. And we'll do half ounce of the simple syrup. Now, now Gabe, while we're, we're adding the simple syrup, I know lots of mixologists have, have done some things with agave or other, other what, is your, what are your thoughts on other sweeteners? I love other sweeteners. I think they all match in different ways. You know, you get something like an agave, which is generally a little bit heavier. You know, just be cognizant of what type of sweetness that's going to add. You know, a lot of people are starting to use honey. Obviously, if you're using honey in cocktails, it's going to be something that's going to be a little bit more viscous. So you have to cut it with water, but understand the ratios of that. If you're going to be doing two parts honey to two to uh, one part water, then you're going to get something that's a little bit richer in honey, a little bit sweeter. Mm -hmm. One part honey to one part water will be a little bit lighter. So I think it's just kind of playing around with those measurements and getting to a good place because you're going to get some sweetness that's going to be a little bit more muscular. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the natural sweeteners. So when I do Bacardi and Coke, Bacardi and Coke is good. Bacardi and Mexican Coke. Mm. Incredible. Two very different <laughs> And whoever thought of doing the Cardi Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love it. And you know, we can't keep about it. I had a friend, you know, discuss with me the Cuba Libre. He says, wow, this drink is sweet, right? They said, you know, Coke and Bacardi, it's just a sweet drink. And I said, well, Cuba Libre actually has lime in it. You need the lime. And that balance between the gorgeous formula that Coca-Cola has with that refreshing rum, with that squeeze of lime, is the serendipitous, beautiful cocktail that we call Cuba Libre. The Cubans have it right. The, 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 Cuban, the Cuba Libre is a beautiful, also the best mojito I've ever had. Mm. Wasn't in Miami. Because in Miami, it's it's lime, mint, sugar, Bacardi. Perfect drink. In Havana, they put in bitters. And what oh. that bitters does is it brings, it, it mellows out the sweetness, but it opens up your flavor, up, opens up the uh, the pores in your mouth, the taste buds, and I think it's a, a... It's crazy. It's a much... If you order a mojito, just ask for a couple dashes of Angostura, you'll have a totally different drink. And it's an amazing drink. All right, we're gonna take this one home. Yes. And of course, a shake with a smile, like we said yes. before. We want to get this one nice and cold, so we want to make sure that the outside of the shaker is gonna get and it cooled off. But 
Think of something, you know, if you're in your head pounding, think of a 10 pound, maybe a 12 pound on this, considering the size of the ice that we're using. That's a class uh, for a different, um, that's for a different class, but we're using a one by one ice cube here. So you're getting, you know, you gotta shake it a little bit longer. And this is, this is good, this is high end ice. This isn't what you get out of your freezer. This is some heavy duty stuff. And what Gabe mentioned, everybody, is Mixology 101. When you're going out as a guest, hopefully when bars reopen and you're seeing a mixologist behind the, behind the bar, the time that they take with that shake, if it's more than, if it's less than, than the 30 seconds a minute that, that, that Gabe just spent, you know they aren't taking that extra special care to make sure that your yeah, cocktails are Yeah, and you know what? Everything takes effort. And I think, you know, we are, we're, we're already starting to get ahead of, the, ahead of the game. We're starting to understand the importance that someone may have one gorgeous meal and they may have three cocktails. So I always say, like, how does, if you're a restaurant operator, a bartender, a server, how does that affect your bottom line? If you're creating the same experience that you're going to create with that gorgeous plate of food with the actual cocktail, it's going to actually be very positive experience for the actual guests. But of course, for you at the end, gratuity goes up. And of course, the restaurant gets those rave reviews. So hospitality is a smile. All shirts of smile. And you know, I love this, right? So we're gonna get a gorgeous color. We got a little bit of the mint coming through. But what I love about this, and we're gonna use a sphere coming from Mixology Ice. And what I love about this is that when you do that agitation, we didn't muddle the mint here. No. But we are getting a little bit of that kind no, of coming through, little, right? Just a little bit of that. And I love the way it sits. Ah. What I wanted to add here, these are turtle-friendly straws I brought out. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. I'm gonna add just a gorgeous little bouquet, which of course, you know, when you actually give it, you know, you agitate it a bit, there's oils that are gonna come I out of it. Smell that. Chef, smell right? It. Like, like, yeah, it smells how many like it smells. You know, I'm just gonna tuck that into the side, and when someone goes to visit this, they're gonna smell that mango, they're gonna yeah. smell that mint, and that's exactly what you wanna get from that. So, that's you know, gorgeous. this is a bigger glass, but it's a gorgeous cocktail, and this is gonna be a simple sipper for right. any barbecue. Shall we taste? Can we taste? Let's taste. I'm gonna. Let's do the uh, official taste tester. Oh damn! Nice and easy. Nice there and we go. That's mine now. Thank you, Professor. <laughs> Professor Dodge. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. The fruits of your labor, and thank you, Chef Susser, for the wonderful recommendation to Professor Dodge. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you, Gabe. And um, if you want to hear any more from us and Brian Connors, who's usually on this podcast, yes. check us out on Two Bar School tonight. We're on hospitality.fiu.edu. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you find your podcast. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much. Cheers.